Welcome to the Dadability Podcast, proudly brought to you by WeFlex, fitness for everybody. This podcast is dedicated to the support and empowerment of all disability dads, to learn from each other by sharing our successes, struggles, and everything in between. How good is your mental fitness? Have you ever had those automatic thoughts that just seem to pop up that are super negative when you're in tough situations? On today's episode, I discuss how we can train our mind by working on our thinking skills and challenging any unhelpful or negative thoughts. With the relentless stress we deal with as dads and parents of kids with disabilities every day, we can learn to shift from reacting to responding so that we are in choice around our thoughts and how we respond. This could be the most important skill I've developed in the last 12 months. Super excited to share it with you. Enjoy. I'm the master of my mind. I'm the master of my body. I'm the master of my life. That's a mantra that I love because it talks exactly to what I believe is the number one thing that we can do as parents navigating the challenges of our kids growing up with disabilities and the extra stress that it can place on us mentally. We have to learn how to be mentally fit and it's something that has really helped me on my journey. It's something that I'm tremendously proud of the progress I've made. Got a long way to go, but really training your mind, improving your mental fitness and your ability to, to respond rather than react to situations is one of the greatest things that you can do to help yourself and help your family and help your relationships and, and, and ultimately help, help your kids. Um, you know, it's, it's a critical skill. Um, we, we don't focus on it. Uh, thinking skills, we don't, <laughs> don't spend time training ourselves or, or, or dedicating any, any um, development to working on our thinking skills. We just something we do, right? But yet it's incredible what happens when you do actually understand and, and put some time into um, thought patterns, challenging unhelpful thinking, negative thoughts, learning how to train your mind to be able to flip that thought and, and put your mind over your mood, to have a more balanced view, um, to reduce the intensity, the intensity of any emotions that you're feeling. You know, your thoughts, you know, control your your actions and your behaviors behaviors and and really we've got to learn to control our thoughts better um, so that when we're faced in challenging situations um, we're we're happier with our actions and our behaviors as as parents as we go through the the challenges that we all face on the daily basis so I'm extremely excited about this this episode because it, as I said it's probably the number one skill that I've been focusing on and that I've been able to work on over the last 12 months, uh, and it's incredibly powerful. Uh, I, I want to start just by 
you know, making sure everyone's clear on on how what you know what it, why is it that we think certain things and wh- where do our thought patterns and everything come from? You know, I think you may not realize it, but we all have belief structures, belief structures that we've learned that's been conditioned into us um, through our upbringing, our childhood, through our life so far, um, and really it can be shaped by many different factors um by your peers by your education by your experiences uh, the relationships you've had your culture any trauma that you've had um this creates almost this this belief structure or a set of rules for yourself um how you see the world how you see yourself how you see others um and really um when we start challenging thoughts um, you, you go through this process of trying to understand is, do you believe it? Right. Um, we need to work on the believability um, of any unhelpful thoughts. Um, you know, we let's start to, to understand what are the limiting beliefs that we place on ourselves that trigger automatic negative thoughts. What, what, what are those? Um, and there's going to be a couple of exercises that we can do as we go through that actually helps you understand how to really challenge your thoughts, which I've found super effective. Um, but yeah, so it's important to understand behind it all sits your belief structures. You all have them. Um, you know, for myself, you know, one of the ones that really kind of was surprising for me is that I've got this belief structure that, um, uh, it's it's it almost that I can do no wrong, that it's always got to be right. And it's created this perfectionism kind of um, problem, challenge that I've got in my professional career and now as a dad because um, I grew up with this expectation that that's, you know, if I'm going to do it, it's got to be my best. If it, it's It's got to be the best it can possibly be. There, there can't be any room for error. And this is kind of how I kind of just – grew up it means i put more time into things than the average person because i want to make sure it's right um you know it's 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 certainly played out but it goes right back to uh, a belief structure that i had growing up so look it's important to understand what they are i think the main catalyst for for why this is relevant to to all of you is that for myself i had a lot of um automatic negative thoughts i would describe my myself um, you know, at my worst is, you know, I'd, I'd re- react rather than respond, right? That's the simplest way I can describe it. And it would be a negative, automatic negative thought um, that would happen. Um, that negative thought would then trigger uh, anxiety, stress, emotions, um, and a very unhelpful thinking style, which would then lead to me escalating any challenging situation that was in front of me. It would then lead to my son becoming more overwhelmed, more frustrated, a longer meltdown, a more severe meltdown, more intensity. And then I, I, you know, a spiral would start because then I would ruminate on, well, that's a terrible reaction. That's a terrible behavior. And, and round and round we go. Now the, the very start of it, the origin, if you like for it was the, the thought, the thought that I had originally, um, and it set. I used to set off a chain of reaction, a, a chain of chain reaction of events for me that would go for hours, 
And really, I could trace it all back to a really unhelpful thought. Um, for those of you that know cognitive behavior therapy, you know you know that there's like this this ABC model, right? Where A is the the activating event itself, B is the belief or thoughts that you have, and C is the the consequence. So your, what happens to your mood, what happens to be your behavior, and um, really. You know, our challenge is to be in choice around our thoughts um, and to remove this feeling of they're out of control and it's an automatic, unconscious, negative thought that just pops in to, to your mind. Um, and for a lot of us, if we've got those unhelpful thoughts and those automatic pathways, we have to form, uh, you know, we have to train ourselves and train our mind to form a stronger pathway that leads to a helpful um, outcome, not an unhelpful outcome. And, and, and a lot of the times, um, that's exactly <laughs> the way you do that is by looking at the evidence for, for whether your thought is, 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 uh, justified or not. So we're going to get into, I suppose, the heart of it in, in a second, but really when it comes to training your, your mind, and training your thinking skills, what we want to be able to do is to understand the the emotion that comes with the thought. It's to be able to identify exactly what those thoughts and slash beliefs are. Um, because once we do that, then we can challenge the thoughts. Um, we can ask ourselves, is it realistic? Is it reliable? Is it accurate? Is it a helpful thought? Um, this then allows us to develop more balanced thinking, um, which is the key to changing some of these automatic patterns and, and building up strength in this, in this muscle, uh, in your thinking skills, and to be able to flip it from a, a negative thinking to a positive thinking, uh, which I've been able to do. So um, I will take you through what's called thought challenging in the world of, of cognitive behavioral therapy and my experience with thought challenging. And I'll give you a real specific example so that you can see, I want to start with a generic one and then I'll get to a specific one for me. So let's take a situation, which everyone would be familiar with. I'm assuming um, of a breakup. So if you have a breakup in a relationship, um, that's the situation. That's the situation, right? You have a breakup. Um, what happens then? Your thought thought can be a number of things. So for some people, it might be, thank God, right? <laughs> um, for other people, that might be, I can't believe it. I'm devastated. Um, for some people, the thoughts might be, what if I never meet someone again? Or I can't be bothered with all the, the, the small talk, the courting, the dating. Um, there's a range of different thoughts. And again, as I said, a lot of those thoughts are based on your belief structures and what's happened to you up until life to this point. But those thoughts directly then control your next step. So if you think, thank God, you're going to be relieved. You're going to be relaxed. You're going to feel lighter. You might even feel happier. Um, it would directly affect your mood conversely to the other person who's gutted and devastated, they might be angry. They might be um, sad. They might be, you know, depressed. Um, 
you know, for someone who's um, not sure if they're going to meet someone, that might turn into anxiety. So you can see that there's different paths based on your thoughts, right? And that's the that's that's a good example. Now, to bring it into our world for uh, parenting and parenting children of disability, I want to explain uh, an example that that happened to me. So I'm going to take you through this so you can see how this works. And this exercise is something that I I really want to share with you because of how powerful and how much it's helped me. So um, it's called thought challenging, right? So what you do is you, you you take a situation and you describe the situation. So for me, a situation was telling Leo that he can't have or he can't go somewhere. So it's basically saying no. Um, and that situation, Leo would typically go into um, some level of frustration, which could escalate into kicking, um, getting physically frustrated, taking it out on himself, taking it out on the floor or the wall or on me, and that could keep escalating into a meltdown. So that's the situation. If I tell Leo can't have or can't go, that's what can happen. Now, here's how bad it is. So here's my automatic thoughts that used to happen here. So my automatic thought was a bunch of them. Like, why is he doing this to me? Here we go again. I'm sick of dealing with this. Other parents don't have to deal with this. I wish this didn't happen all the time. Like these are some of the automatic thoughts that went through my mind. It's crazy, right? So when you start to look at the emotions, then look at the emotions behind those thoughts. I reckon it was out of 100 from an intensity point of view. I reckon 70% of it was probably resentment. And I had about a 60% frustration there. This is some pretty strong emotions. Now, the first thing, the, the, the next thing you do in this thought challenging exercise, you've got the situation, you write a list of all your automatic negative thoughts, and then it's what they call finding the hot cognition. Like, what is the question that gets to you the most? What is the one thought that you look at and go, yeah, that is the, that's the worst one. That's the most severe. That's the most extreme. It's called the hot cognition. So you find that one. Which is the killer one that gets to you the most? So for me in this example, I, I, I identified that it would be, I'm, I'm sick of dealing with this, right? That was kind of the one that really got me, me fired up. But here's what the really cool thing is. So now you've got that and you think, okay, well, this is great. So here's the situation. Here are my thoughts and here's the thing that really pissed me off. But that's a really good starting point, guys, if you can get to that level of awareness. Um, that's super helpful because now that we're here, we can then start to do that thought challenging stuff, which is then how you how you can learn how to balance your thinking. So here's what happens. So then you start to build evidence for and evidence against. So I take that that killer question. I'm sick of dealing with this. And now I look at the evidence for when this actually does this actually happen. Is can I find any evidence? To support this, um, the evidence is um, it happens a lot. So it happens frequently. I often get frustrated and overwhelmed, and I don't have time for myself. So that was there's the evidence for. The evidence against was it doesn't happen every single time. I have dealt with it plenty of times before. 
It's a communication challenge for Leo. It's nothing to do with me. He's just being a kid like any other neurotypical kid who gets told no. I am able to deal with it and have done before. So I start to look at the evidence both for and against. And typically what you'll find is that um, you can generate more evidence against than you can for. And once you've done this, you can start to really understand like how could you determine a more balanced statement. So once you've got your your evidence, um, how can you determine a more balanced statement? Um, so the thing you do before then is actually look at your thinking style. So for me, in this example, um, there's a couple of thinking styles that that pop out. Number one was personalization. So this is this is a classic unhelpful thinking style where you make it all about yourself. Um, the other one is all or nothing thinking, thinking extreme. So something's either 100% good or 100% bad. So in these situations, what I used to do was assume that if I said no, that would ultimately always lead to the same outcome. There'd never be a different result. I was assuming the worst in every scenario. Um, so there was all or nothing thinking. Um, and the other one was just a personalization. I made it about me. Um, I'm sick of dealing with this. Why is he doing this to me? Well, all those thoughts were, were me, me, me. I was personalizing it. I was putting myself in the situation. So two really unhelpful thinking errors. So now we've got that. Then I, the, the last thing to do is just to, to rebalance it, right? It's to rebalance it. So you kind of look at all the evidence for and against and create a more balanced thought. So instead of, my automatic thoughts when I tell Leo can't go or can't have being I'm sick of dealing with this. Here we go again. Why is he doing this to me? Looking at all the evidence, looking at the thinking style, I've clearly made it about me. I've clearly exaggerated it to be all or all or nothing. There's nothing in between. So the way I could summarize that thought and, and, and kind of rebalance it would be Leo is having a hard time. I'm totally capable of dealing with this frustration. And immediately I've taken myself out of it and I've reinforced the fact that um, it, it can be managed better nine times out of 10 compared to um, the one time it might escalate. Um, and then you kind of ideally then re-rate your kind of emotions. So you kind of start to look at it and go, well, now that I've done that, you know, what's my emotions at this point? Um, and typically they're more optimistic, they're more realistic. Um, so that's that's kind of the thought challenging skills that I've been practicing, um, that I did repeatedly. Anytime a, a frustrating situation would happen or I'd really be tested by Leo, I would um you can use it in your phone or you could use it just in a piece of paper or your note, notes or whatever, but just the situation itself for what happened, what were the automatic thoughts that popped up in your head? Just write them down, whatever they are. Find the one that's the worst, the most distressing thought, the hottest thought, um, and then challenge it and challenge it. And, and, and let's put all the evidence for that actually happening and all the evidence against that actually being correct 
and helpful. Um, and then rebalance that thought with something that's more, um, more realistic, more helpful and more effective. Um, and that's the other thing that, that I suppose re- really helped me um, when you start to really get into the detail of learning unhelpful thinking styles. And, and for me, as I said, a lot of that was, was this style called personalization. But for me, um, when I started to learn that and I started to learn, I could, I could catch myself doing it. I could see it. I could see it long before it happened. Um, and that actually changed my ability to, as I said, to shift from reacting to, to responding. Um, and really there's, there's dozens of examples, um, that I've been able to kind of, I suppose, unpack, understand, and and you see common themes, you see common themes in how you think. And that's typically based on your, your belief structures, um, which is causing that. And, you know, really it's, um, it's such an important skill for everyone to be in choice around their thoughts, to be in choice around their thinking. Um, it's very easy to slip into that negative thought pattern, that automatic thought pattern and feel like that ah, just happens. Um, you have to spend some time just challenging it a little bit and training your mind so that you're ready to cope with the challenges that get thrown at you. And really I'd encourage everyone to do that because it makes such a massive difference. Um, you're never going to be able to do it 100% of the time. You have to let that expectation go. But um, one of the things that really helped me was this, um, when you have these thoughts, right, you typically would look at that um, uh, likelihood and the evidence of it being whatever that thought being the case Um like, I'm not going to deal with this well. This always happens. I can never do it right. All these language choices that are really not accurate. When you start to look at the, the likelihood or the actual evidence of, of it occurring, you realize that we, we, we always tend to overestimate um, the likelihood and the severity of things happening. If you've got these negative thoughts, you always tend to overestimate those two things and you tend to underestimate your ability to cope with it. Um, and we've got to start, but, you know, challenging our belief structures um, to, with the new information, you know, so when you've done, we have gone through a situation, you know, nine times out of 10, now you need to challenge your belief structure and say, yeah, I've got this, I can do this. Um, you know, and that's, and that's really how you progress. And that's really how you, get a handle on it. For me, um, I'm a, I'm a completely different person in terms of how I think and how I challenge myself. I don't have the automatic negative thoughts anymore. If I start to feel one, I can identify it immediately and, and then start to understand, yeah, okay, I know what's going on here. The minute I'm starting to personalize a situation that Leo, that's happening to Leo and I'm personalizing it, it's, it's because I haven't had enough time for myself this week. So I've got to make sure I get some time for myself because there's, that's the only reason why I would start to do that, right? Because I'm, I'm making it about me. But it's um, the awareness of yourself, guys, the awareness of understanding, you know, who you are, um, your belief structures, how you think, you know, it, it's, it's so key. To, to unlocking um, 
your datability. It's so key to to how you kind of get through the day and how you can navigate the stresses that that get thrown at you. So um, hopefully this has been useful, guys. Um, it's something that we don't typically do, right? Train our mind on or, or train our thinking skills. But um, if you did find it useful and you wanted to kind of look it up, I mean, I think what you're looking for is um, thought challenging exercises or thought challenging skills. Uh, you'll be able to find plenty of stuff online about that, plenty of worksheets. But, um, um, you know, I think the last thing to, to leave you with when it comes to, to training your mind is this is um, we've got to practice things more than, um, more than we do right? If, if the only time you kind of work on yourself and work on how you think is when you're in the next challenging situation, it's too late, right? That's like the equivalent of never practicing and never playing basketball, never turning up to training, but then turning up to the game and expecting to, to hit every three you take, because why not? Like we've got to put the work in. Um, and so often the answer is hard work and the question is irrelevant. Uh, this is not something that you'll just master straight away. It's much like meditation, it, it, but it's certainly something that, you know, when you find yourself being challenged, when you find yourself being tested, you can write down what is the thought that just happened. And then you can start to challenge that thought, describe the situation, describe the hot thought, break it down and actually look at the evidence. Is there any evidence or have you completely overestimated the likelihood of it? Have you underestimated your ability to cope? What What would you say to a close friend who had the exact same thought? That's a that's a great way to to kind of look at it. Um, and what's a more helpful way to think about the situation is how you're thinking going to help the situation or not. And if it's not, it's a bad thought. It's a negative thought. And over time, you, you'll you'll start to these skills will start to become uh, you know just how you how you roll and how you operate. Thanks for listening to the Dadability Podcast. I appreciate you. Sharing is caring. So if you guys liked it or loved what you heard, please, please share it with other parents who would benefit in listening. Or even better, write a review so you can tell the world why you love Dadability. Until next time, remember, be present, be brave, and be kind.